Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays! Welcome to a special edition of the Snapshots Made Yesterday podcast. It's the Holiday Edition. Don't you just love the music? I love, you know, holiday music around this time. Christmas music, holiday music, anything to lift the spirits. That's uh, Christmas Village by Aaron Kinney, which can be found on YouTube Free Music Library. If you're interested in adding that to your collection... So this is the episode that I've been waiting for for a while now. Now we're just right around the corner from Christmas, and I'm joined today by a couple of different people. And they're here to talk and spread some... Cheer! Joy! Good tidings! All that good stuff, yes. And they're going to share their favorite holiday moments and memories with us today. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. And if you enjoy it, be sure to let me know on Twitter at Snapshots Made, on Facebook and Instagram at Snapshots Made Yesterday. And if you have a story that you want shared, let me know that as well, and I'd love to have you on. And now, without further ado, let's listen to some holiday moments. First up, we have Lewis and his wife. Lewis and his wife, Val. And the question I asked them was. What's a tradition that their family has? I have this weird TV tradition where I watch every single Christmas episode of every single TV show that I've ever seen in my life. When I was a kid, I mean, I watched all the holiday specials. I watched any any new any new TV show that, that has a Christmas episode. I watch it just be, just for the nostalgia of it all. And it wasn't something my parents did. I mean, they they got me into the Christmas specials. We always watched, you know, The Grinch and. Rudolph and that sort of thing, but that's that's kind of my tradition. He and and he, I mean, he's talking like that's all we watch from when Thanksgiving is over until Christmas Day. We we do not watch any other television shows, nothing new. We're watching all of these old TV shows, sitcoms, How I Met Your Mother, Friends, Bewitched, I Dream of Jeannie. I mean, just all of these old sitcoms. Everybody loves Raymond. Old, new, doesn't matter. Um, we watch all, it's always those, it's only Christmas episodes. So that's pretty much um, all we watch on television for the whole time. Which is really annoying me with Disney Plus and this whole putting out the Mandalorian on Fridays every oh, week. That's, yeah. That is ruining my sleep. We have to get up at 8 o'clock in the morning. We, we get up an hour earlier on Fridays now to watch the Mandalorian. <laughs> I always have the two that we watch on Christmas Eve is the Charlie Brown Christmas special and then uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. That when my daughter was very young, that became our Christmas Eve tradition that we watched those two videos um, on Christmas Eve before we went to bed. So I've seen seventy five percent of that movie every, every year. For <laughs> well, what what's the other what's the other quarter that you don't watch? <laughs> It's just random. You get sleepy. <laughs> it's midnight on Christmas night, and you have to finish this movie or else. And there's presents to there's still presents to wrap and get ready. Well, okay, Val, I have to ask this: when it comes to Muppet Christmas Carol, do you watch um, what's her name's song um, right in the middle? That's usually, that's usually where Lewis would fall asleep. So we started watching. The version without her song. Um, we had that option a few years ago. I kind of miss it though, because it's one of those things that it was really 
so bad that you got so used to it, it became part of the, you know, of the experience that I, I liked watching it. But that was usually when he drifted off. So we, we cut it out a few years ago. Oh, now I'm seeing love is gone in my head right now. <laughs> when, that's what I was going to say. When love is gone. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> that movie was the very first movie we ever took our daughter to and um, at the movie theater. And so uh, she was just maybe two years old at the time, two or three. And it was one of those experiences where, she, you know, I had to take her out every few minutes. So we didn't get to watch the whole thing really that first time, but that was when we started watching it. So it, it so we watched it for a lot of years before we could actually cut that song out. Who are we going to hear from next? Next up is Annie telling us about a family tradition of hers. Mostly just me and my mom. My dad um, doesn't really get in with this one, but my mom will bake a bunch of cookies every year, so many cookies for essentially the whole month long. Um, and I don't get to eat them really until the very end, but we'll make a bunch of plates and then we'll take them out to see um, our neighbors and then a few of the local businesses and the gas stations around, just people that we know um, and just take them cookies. And I always think that's so fun and it just, is so nice to see how happy everybody is to get the cookies. Not so much on my part waiting to eat them myself, <laughs> but <laughs> it's very fun to do that and just go around town. Now, what kind of cookies do you all make? Or is it just one kind or do you make a bunch? Let's see. Normally there's like snickerdoodles or something and then sugar cookies always. Um, some that we end up making into like reindeer or Christmas trees just Christmassy things. Um, and then just some other random ones that she comes up with each year. If she finds a recipe that she likes, then she's probably going to make it for Christmas. So you all need to be on the Food Network for their, like, holiday baking shows. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, we are big fans of the Holiday Baking Championship. And I know this year I think they have some kind of, like, a cookie decorating um, show as well. Which is pretty neat. My mom has been watching it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell, tell her, her that, that she needs to needs to get ready and start filling out that form to be on maybe next season. Or I'll fill it out for <laughs> her. <laughs> uh, so now I, I I like that that you all take that out. So you've been doing that though. How like how old were you the first time that you went and and took cookies around? I was pretty little. Um we've probably been doing it since I, maybe like 10 years, I don't know, we've sort of expanded to who we take them to. Um, since we figured out we enjoy it so much, we just decide to make more and more each year and take them around. Obviously this year is different. Can't really just bring people plates of cookies, but. Who's next? Next is Adeline, who's a fellow Dollywood insider. We're kind of sort of Dollywood fans. I might be biased because I'm a Dollywood insider, but I don't think I am because we started this before that. But <laughs> typically every year we all go to Dollywood. <laughs> I have a really big family and we all get together and take a little Dollywood trip. Usually, usually it's the day before Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. So that, that last bit and, mm -hmm. and Santa is usually there because after Christmas yes. he's a gone. So you guys go in and get your your 
wishes in and all of that. I see. Yes, planning. We thought ahead for that one. (laughs) uh, That way, you're top of mind at that point. I see how that goes. Exactly. (laughs) Nice move. I see. Nice move. Trying to get squeeze in there ahead of the kids. (laughs) Right. Uh, I mean, if I have to, I will. (laughs) I'll get right up there. And next up, we have Jack. Jack. One of my favorite things, and this is more of a me personally one, not my family, is uh, where I live in East Tennessee, we do an event every year called Fantasy of Trees. And Fantasy of Trees is a week-long event. It's usually the week of Thanksgiving, and it's per, it's ex- it's almost exactly what you're imagining. It's hundreds of Christmas trees set up in a convention center, mm-hmm. all decorated, the whole – it's just – it's magical, really. And we sell all these Christmas trees and people pay to come in and look at them and do all the activities we have set up. And all of the money we make actually gets donated back to Children's Hospital. And so it's an amazing charity event, but it's also just one of my favorite things of the year because it's a week of Christmas trees and meeting people and talking to people and just having a great time. So that's probably my favorite holiday tradition. I love Christmas trees. So any like festival of Christmas trees, which is just about what's going on in my house. So I, I'm right there with you. I love, <laughs> I love all of that. That is cool. And then it benefits the children. That's great. That is just so cool. That's awesome. Oh, and it's it's amazing. And, and all of the money we make goes straight to the hospital. And Now back to Lewis and Val. The, Lewis has something that he likes to do with pictures and putting them in digital picture frames. Oh, yeah, I like to take all the pictures. Well, I started with Disney. I, I have a lot of those, but I have lots of pictures of the family on my TVs all the time. Which annoys everybody because I, I I like to take pictures of people doing stuff and existing, not standing in front of things and smiling. So I have lots of pictures of people who look grumpy or tired or or halfway have a fork full of food in their mouth. Yeah. Or he he takes yes, he's not great. He he does beautiful pictures, but not of people. It's, he's not great. <laughs> With people, and so we we have a bazillion pictures from Dollywood and from Disney World that have no. I mean, we have very few pictures with people, and those of us that are in those pictures, we're getting we're saying something, so we're, our mouth is crooked or we're like, ha, our eyes are closed or you know it's bad. Well, I like the action films. I don't. I, I see people going around like at Disney World and just taking pictures of themselves in front of things and taking selfies. And I, I we take selfies some occasionally. But that's like all they have. You know, you go, wow, there, that was, there was a ride behind me. <laughs> that's a pretty fountain behind me. And I just like taking pictures of the things, seeing people do stuff. Like I, I like catching people on roller coasters. I like catching their grandkids on, on – I had them on Matt and Mockingbird. That was my last, last trip. I, I did a – I wanted to especially get them on the Mad Mockingbird. I didn't even ride that ride that day to get the picture of it. So, yeah, I like, I, like, I like action pictures. I like to see people doing stuff. But Those are al- memories. He also has really no sense of, like, paying attention, though. For the Christmas ones, he's pulled all these old family pictures, not realizing that my nephews had girlfriends before their wives. <laughs> and so we'll be sitting at Christmas, and all of a sudden, my nephew and an old girlfriend's picture pops up on our TV screen, 
in front of, you know, his wife. And it's like, okay, you need to edit those pictures a little bit better. <laughs> he, just, he doesn't think. So sometimes it causes some conflict for Christmas. But... Hey, if you didn't want them in the pictures, you didn't bring them with you. <laughs> Confession, I do the, the TV thing for Thanksgiving and, and Halloween as well. So we were just watching a Thanksgiving episode of, of How I Met Your Mother where it was the, their group and Bob, some guy, random, random guy who was at Thanksgiving for their first Thanksgiving. That's how I feel about it. You, you're going to bring somebody, they're in the pictures. <laughs> you gave them a present, they're in the pictures. That's all I'm saying. Well, so your your job is to, to start working with Photoshop or just crop their head either out or replace it and just leave everything else. That's what you need to do from now on. That's it. Yeah. He just needs to work a little harder on that. Just make it an obvious edit. <laughs> it's a memory, man. If you did there, you were there. That memory gets to be part of the memory. You you, you, you canonize this person by bringing them to a holiday. <laughs> oh, man. There's a funny story that uh, about your mom and a hand towel. Yeah, it's my favorite story <laughs> from Christmas. One year, I think it was actually two years ago, um, we were, she was in the kitchen, I guess, making whatever food for us to eat for Christmas, because it was Christmas Day. And I was in the living room with my grandma and then my uncle and my dad and my mom's cousin. And I hear her go, hey, Annie, will you come in here a second? And I was like, hmm. That sounds kind of different than her just wanting me to help her cook something. <laughs> so I ran in there and I saw we have a gas stove and one of the burners was just on fire. <laughs> and so we both just kind of looked at it for a second. It wasn't anything huge. So it wasn't like we were making a really big deal out of it. And then I go, hey, Kevin, that's my uncle. Will you come in here a second? And so he comes in too. <laughs> And we're all just kind of looking at the little fire that's going on the stove. And um, my grandma was in the living room. She had dementia, so we were trying not to freak her out. <laughs> and that was kind of a funny part, too, because she's like, what are you all doing in there? <laughs> like, oh, nothing. Just getting the food ready. And my uncle, I guess, I obviously can't, like, throw water on it. Right. And um, I think he tried to put a pot over it, and then it didn't really work. And then he grabbed a hand towel and he just threw it on the fire and started patting it. And that did put it out. But once he held up the towel after he put it out, it had a perfect circle cut out of it. And it was great. And he threw it to me. And so I threw it outside. I don't think my grandma ever found out what happened. But that was a very fun moment in time you needed to grab it and like wrap it up as a gift now that that would have <laughs> been, been pretty good, good. <laughs> yeah uh, you mentioned opening one present on christmas eve yes yes usually especially when i was younger and my mom will still do it for me now even though i'm grown and married but i would get one present to open on Christmas Eve. And it would usually be like a movie or something to watch that night, or maybe pajamas to wear, something like that. We always open gifts on uh, my mom's side of the family on Christmas Eve. My grandmother would oh, okay. always do that. And so we would always open gifts at her house that she had gotten the family. And then we would exchange there. We never open gifts until Christmas Day at 
at our house. And there was somebody else that ended up doing like one gift. Mm -hmm. But I was in my, I think I was in my 20s before I ever had heard that. And I was like, that is the most bizarre thing. But then, but I just, but it is neat because then I ended up getting into it. We don't do it in our home at least yet. But, um, you know, traditions can happen at any time. So you never know. And Jack has another favorite family moment. One of my favorite things is always um, we do family uh, Christmas. Usually the night before, on the night of Christmas, we all go over to my grandmother's house, me, my mom, my dad, and my mom's brother, his wife, and their three kids, plus my grandma. We all get over there. Last year, I think we went for almost 36 hours eating as much food as possible and playing as many different types of card games as possible. (laughs) When we start playing cards, my family takes their card games very seriously. And these card games go on four or five hours. And the number of times we'll just sit there and just laugh because someone did something funny or someone did something dumb. Really, to sum it up, cards with my family on Christmas is prop. It's up there and it's always entertaining and so much fun. Nostalgia is a powerful thing. During the holidays, what is something that takes you back to childhood immediately? We have a a tradition in my family. My mom always made um, a special dressing for our Christmas meal. And the interesting thing about it is that she doesn't make it like people normally make dressing. uh, In that she doesn't put it in a pan and then cut it like into squares. She places it on like cookie sheets and drops. So they come out looking like little oatmeal cookies. They do. Um, but they're dressing. And so for me, that dressing is, it's just, it's its a cornmeal dressing. It's an old family recipe. And it, for me, that's just a really important part of the holidays. But it's always been really funny because when we have had new people, like when Lewis first, when we first got married that first Christmas, you know, he picks them up off the co- the plate thinking, oh, look, cookies. And you take a bite and it's actually dressing. So it's it's all it's made for some fun because we never tell the new people what it is. And so um, it's just always been sort of part of our Christmas tradition to have this special dressing for part of our meal. And so 30 years later, and they still are weird cooking. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes good. <laughs> But it's just very strange. They look like cookies. I mean, they really do look like they could be good cookies. But I didn't know there could be any other way to – that's the way I grew up with it. So it wasn't until, you know, we had new members of the family come in that I realized that that was not something that everyone had for, th- you know, for Christmas. Smelling that dressing, cooking, and everything, that, that to me reminds me of my childhood, of, of, of our Christmas dinners. And- it's weird changing traditions, too, because we were, we were a two-week before and two-week after tree family. So our family put the tree up two weeks before, and then we would take it down like a week after the New Year's. We do no, we do the day after Christmas. I mean, not the day after Christmas, the day after Thanksgiving, we put up our tree most of the time. But it's weird seeing different people's families the way they they do things. And that's another thing I always find out interesting on TV is how it seems like in the old days, people would put their tree up the day before Christmas. I don't know if people ever really did that. But that's the way it always seemed. And I feel like that's kind of how my father got into that was they didn't have a tree very much. So he had this like routine that they did. And he always made some really, really good food. My dad was an amazing cook. He made a fruitcake one year. 
that took a whole year. It was just the most incredible thing I'd ever had. I mean, still, there's some gross parts to it because the whole though I don't like cherries to start with, and when you dry them, they're really strange to start with. But yeah, he soaked it the entire year. It stayed in our in our garage the entire year, and he treated that thing like it was family. Maybe nicer than family because he was mean sometimes. <laughs> in a, in a, I don't mean mean. He was stern. He was he, a very strict he was, man. He was military, so he was a very, very serious man. He used to make cookies as well, and I would steal cookies. As long he would make them, and I would steal them until they were like half empty. <laughs> and he was like, you know you're eating the cookies, and you need to stop that. <laughs> What's something that takes you back to childhood immediately? I think just music in general. Some of the older Christmas songs, because... Even though this isn't necessarily childhood, I was in our choir group at school, our show choir group. And so we would go around to all the other schools and perform. I went to a Catholic school, so it was like a deanery thing. And then um, I remember watching that whenever I was younger. So it was really cool to get to do that for the kids who were essentially what I was whenever I was younger. And then just being at my grandparents' house during Christmas, that always just brings back memories from whenever I was little. You're also a Glenn Campbell fan. I am very much so. <laughs> so what's so what's your favorite song from Glenn Campbell's Christmas album? Now I, I I don't know if he has like eight albums, so you can just name off whatever you want. I think my favorite on the one that I was listening to the other day is either I love the song I'll Be Home for Christmas in general. Mm-hmm. But I like his version of it. And then Pretty Paper. Oh, yeah. Willie Nelson, yeah. But I like his versions of both of those. I think he makes up most of my record collection. Ah, very cool. Very cool. (laughs) Yeah. I started to notice a trend that uh, involved cookies. Cookies seem to be very important to people around the holiday season. Are they important to you? Are you one of those? Adeline is. A certain type of cookies takes Annalyn back to childhood immediately. When I see the grocery stores have the Christmas cookies out, the little, the little, just the little sugar cookies that are, that you just put in the oven, they already have the shape and they'll have like the Christmas trees or the snowmen or whatever. Those cookies, we'd get them every year and make them on Christmas Eve. So whenever I see those in the store, I feel like it's time and it's ready and it's, Actually, the Christmas season. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you like do you like crispy, crunchy sugar cookies, or do you like the soft and kind of gooey sugar cookies? I like soft with a little bit of crunch at the bottom. Pop them open, and you can see the steam coming out. Yes, oh, yes. Fre- fresh out of the oven. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, Perfect. yes. So, with and, hot chocolate. Well, I was going to say, and you you mentioned hot chocolate too. So, where's the hot chocolate come from? Where's that, like, where where does that, where did it derive from, that want in the memory? Um, I remember my grandma would always say that it was better to have warm chocolate. I'm not sure why, I don't know why that's a thing, but I remember her saying warm chocolate was better. And so if I wanted it any other time, it would be warm, but at Christmas it was hot. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. So I think that's kind of. That is. Now that's interesting. I know. And I don't even. I couldn't even tell you. I'll have to ask her why she said warm was was supposed to be better. But at Christmas with the cookies, 
It was hot. It's hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. You can't have you can't have warm during Christmas. Yeah, you're gonna I have guess. to find out on that one because I know I'm curious now. So yeah, I know that, that's your assignment for this holiday season. Okay, and it honestly <laughs> could have been just because I was little and she didn't want it too hot. That it could be that, but yeah. maybe there's some deep meaning behind it. I'll find out. <laughs> well, but it's stuck. So that's that's yes. the fun. That's the fun part of the memories. It's stuck. Right. What's something that takes you back to childhood immediately? Christmas cookies. Baking. So we, we always bake Christmas cookies on Christmas Eve. And every year it's like, okay, how many are we going to eat before, um, you know, we're done? And that, it's usually in the dozens. But yeah, making Christmas cookies on Christmas Eve, is it, that's something that I will probably do for the rest of my life because it's something we did pretty as long as I can remember. That's when we made cookies. Usually on Christmas Eve, it's just sugar cookies iced. Mm. We make cookies all the time. Um, we are chocolate chip cookie connoisseurs, <laughs> if you if that's a term. Yeah. So there's usually some form of cookie in our house at all time. But sugar cookies are usually reserved just for Christmas Eve. That's the, that's the Christmas Eve cookie. And another thing Lewis has is um, that his dad created a legendary uh, with his cinnamon rolls. And he says, I quote, they rivaled the Dollywood cinnamon bread. Ooh. They did. They were just amazing. They were, they were um, sourdough. And they were just, they were, you know, you know, um, a good cinnamon roll is gooey mm-hmm. and kind of crispy. Kind of like Dollywood's cinnamon bread and Dollywood cinnamon bread is probably better because it's got to be like 5,000 calories right (laughs) (laughs) we watched them because you you can watch them make it oh yeah and there's just so much butter (laughs) and it was yeah they were that good they were probably better we used to live in Winston-Salem uh, where the the Moravian people had oh the Moravian cookies and that's where he got kind of the idea they have they they do cinnamon buns that are amazing mm. and then the Moravian cookies I don't know if you've ever heard of them they're like little wafer kind of things they're very good little crispy cookies I've probably had them and I just don't know I don't know the name of a lot of things I will eat a lot of things and not even know what it is <laughs> yeah I'm not a super adventurous eater I'm not a, I just eat not that's like what a, I, I'm like oh this looks good I'll try it. I know. Did you like that? Oh, I guess. What was it? And then they'll tell me. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I ate it. It was good. Uh, it was ants. Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate covered ants. Okay. Uh, yeah, some things maybe I don't want to know. Is there a Christmas song that gets stuck in your head, whether you like it or not? And maybe you don't even know the words to it or remember the words to it. I feel like... I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. If that ever comes on, then it's just in my head forever. Because that one's just a lot. I like it, but I can't listen to it all the time. My niece loved that song for a while as a kid. Mine is probably, well, one of them is O Christmas Tree. Mm -hmm. And it's only because, or O Tannenbaum, it's only because (laughs) I never remember what it is. So it's always O Christmas Tree, O Christmas Tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas. And that's what I do. So I, if I'm in the car, I just start singing that. And I'm hoping to pass that on to my son because that's what I, I just want him to you know, be like. This is that is the only words to this song. Okay. Uh, oh, Christmas tree. 
you do a Christmas story marathon oh, yes. the movie. Oh, yes. Every year. I honestly don't even remember a time when I did not watch it. I was really little watching it. So I honestly don't even remember when that started. But I just knew. And I, <laughs> when I was younger, I, I didn't really get, you know, the concept of time. So I didn't really get it was the whole 24-hour thing. Yeah. So I kept, I would keep asking if it would be coming on again. And my mom would be like, yes, it's coming on again. And I'd watch it again. And I didn't. <laughs> so I just kept watching it over and over. Have you seen the musical? Yes. Which one do you like better, the movie or the musical? I like the movie. It's a classic. I do. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the the musical is it's it's okay, but yes, uh, and the movie is so quotable. I I'll always go around saying different things from the movie; just pops into my head. Yep. Oh yes. <laughs> I did mention that some of us are Dollywood fans, right? So of course we have to talk about Dollywood at Christmas time. What's your favorite area? of Dollywood at Christmas. We'll, we'll keep this to the Christmas part because there's, I think <laughs> most of my friends know where I would spend all of my time at. Yeah. The last couple of years, I have really enjoyed it. I, I refer to it still to this day as Thunderhead Gap because that's what it used to be called. Timber Canyon is probably my favorite because I love um, the walk up into timber canyon and i love all the lights on mystery mine and thunderhead but i'll give a close second is going to go to um show street because it all like there's nothing like walking in and it just looks so magnificent and grand uh what's an important or meaningful decoration to you? I, I think for me, Lewis's grandmother's nativity scene became, I, I have a couple of Christmas ornaments from my childhood that have always been really important to me that my brother made when he was little and somehow they were passed down to me. And But Lewis's grandmother had, it, it actually I think was originally by Avon back in like the 50s of uh, just a white porcelain nativity scene. And for us, that's the very first thing that goes up every year. My daughter and I would always get those pieces out and, and, and put it up before we even put up the tree. Not just because it was from Liz's grandmother, but just also just, just, just sort of that, the tradition of that nativity. And so that's always sort of my favorite thing that we have. I had this Santa Claus that was my, I think it was in my grandmother's, maybe. I don't actually remember where it came from, but he's about four feet tall. He looks kind of like a... Regular English Santa Claus. Well, let me put it this way. It frightens our grandchildren. <laughs> if you, if, considering it's Santa, which is kind of sad, but it's such a pitiful looking Santa that it frightens our grandchildren. Oh it does. <laughs> They're always like, can we put something over that Santa while we're here? They just, yeah, it freaks them out. <laughs> oh, my God. This is Santa um, Claus, man. <laughs> He has a little porcelain face, and he's all—he's a very old. So his, you know, the the red suit's getting kind of sad, and the boots kind of fall off occasionally. And well, his foot—how I remember it—is <laughs> I broke it when I was a child. Oh, and it, my dad was really mad. He fixed it. You can't tell it now, but I, and I've always kept it. And I don't know being scared of it. <laughs> I'll post. A, I will definitely post a picture of it. <laughs> And that comes out the Santa Claus. 
the evil Santa Claus. <laughs> well, he's not that evil. He's just older and a little creepy, but he's cute. <laughs> Would you rather that it be Christmas Eve or Christmas Day for seven days straight? That's a little difficult. I think Christmas Day because I actually get to see it my family that day and Christmas Eve. I really like the feeling of Christmas Eve, but I think I would rather it be Christmas Day. Adeline had a funny story about attempting to go to Dollywood when she was younger. It was, yes. This it's a it's a trip that stands out and I don't even know why it stands out. It was just fun. <laughs> but um all of my family, I have a big extended family and so many of us got together. It was probably 20 of us at one time and we went up to go to Dollywood and we were spending the night so we got there that evening and I I was probably maybe about 10 and I got to be in a room with my cousins with no grown-ups and that was a big deal <laughs> um so that was special and then so we were going to Dollywood the next day And my cousin and I decided that we were going to be ready. Nobody was going to be waiting on us. We were going to be dressed and ready to go. No time to spare. Have to get to the park when it opens. So we got up early. We got all of our clothes on, all the layers, so many layers because the dads, (laughs) the dads always complain that it's too cold. We don't need these kids out here. It's too cold, but we didn't care. But we had all our layers, everything, you know, the, the long johns, the pants, the fleece line leggings, the sweater, the coat, everything. We were ready. So we march out to the hall looking like Randy from A Christmas Story. We were so bundled up. <laughs> we got out there. We said, we're ready. We're going. And our parents said, we're not leaving yet. We're just going to breakfast. <laughs> so we had to waddle back <laughs> to the room and take everything off. Uh, before we could get to the park. But we were so eager to get to the park, we just knew that we were really doing something and we were going to get there faster. There's nothing worse, I guess, than being a kid and having high expectations (laughs) and then coming out and and going, no, you got to wait five more minutes. (gasps) Right, exactly. That was the worst. It's just (laughs) I know, and you have to get there early, yeah. To the park and stay all day. Of course, you can't miss a second. Right. And we, you know, not that we knew what time it was, but we knew that it was early and we needed to be there. And the letdown, we had to take everything off, <laughs> go down to eat and then put it back on, start the process over before we could even get there. One of one of my other favorite things at Christmas with Dollywood is if you've gotten the chance to ride lightning rod at night during the holidays, you're going you go back across the mountain and you do the few elements back there. And then as you come back up and start down the quad down, all of a sudden, every Christmas light in the front of the park is just spread out in front of you. And I mean, it's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Christmas lights just spread out right there. And you just get the look at that as you race down the mountain in the 35 degree weather (laughs) before just making that hard right-hand turn to head into the brake run. And it's just one of those things is my dad and I will ride that. We ride lightning rod over and over anyway, but at Christmas we ride it over and over just so we can get that view. 
you have a special way of wrapping gifts. We do actually, which is always very interesting. Lewis and I always go together and we have to choose wrapping that we both agree on, which is not always the easiest in the world. And we have one wrapping paper for the year. And that's the one thing that we wrap everyone's Christmas presents with. Um, and so we've, we've always made that sort of a tradition. A couple of years ago, what we decided to do is to change it up just a little bit. We started getting just the brown paper wrapping, just that kind of brown package wrapping. And then we've been writing notes or stamping pictures on it for each individual person um, just to make it a little bit special and not focus so much on the paper itself, but more on the sentiment for the person that we're giving it to. And so we've been doing that for the last few years. Plus I'd heard it was a little bit more recyclable and I like that. Plus it's easier because it works for birthdays too. I cannot wrap presents whatsoever. I'm a complete mess. He's really not very good at it. (laughs) Typically I get a gift in a bag. Like this is, you know, happy birthday target kind of thing that's right so two things we've learned about about lewis he can't take pictures of people and he can't wrap presents (laughs) i won't take pictures of people (laughs) and that's not true i we actually you know we take family pictures occasionally i'm happy to take family pictures of people but along with the family pictures i'll take pictures of them getting ready to take the family Annie is a big photographer as well, and it's made a huge impact in her life, especially around the holidays. Yeah, ever since I was little, photography has been a big thing um, around Christmas, especially because I'm an only child and an only grandchild on my mom's side. There are so many pictures of me. (laughs) It's not even funny. (laughs) When I was little, I remember like every single gift, they had to have a picture of me with it. And coming to the tree and then like with everything that I got at the end every year. And I remember also different cameras that I've gotten over the years. So I remember getting my first digital camera whenever I was younger for Christmas. I think I was probably like seven or eight, but it was just like a little tiny point and shoot camera. And then I got an actual like DSLR bigger camera. I think my first year of high school for Christmas. And that kind of got me really into photography kind of got me to where I am now and to how much I really like it. And this year I asked for chemicals for Christmas for film (laughs) photography. So um, between all of the pictures that I have of myself from Christmas over the years and from all the cameras that I've gotten, it kind of surrounds Christmas for me. There are videos of me too from Christmases whenever I was younger and taking the camera from them. So kind of the same (laughs) thing there too. It was a telltale sign, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) But what's your typically your favorite part of the park during the Christmas season there at Dollywood? Ooh, that's a hard one. I I love all the shows. I love the Christmas shows. And I also like that the um when the rides are decorated, when there's lights on the rides. Mm -hmm. And so when you do them at nighttime and it's dark and you can't see anything but just the lights on the other rides that's pretty cool you get the all-encompassing view oh yes that i yeah i i dig that i i usually i guess even at christmas because i know i've been saying that a lot it craftsman's valley i just always 
Okay, I will say it's probably weird, but you know, as Dollywood people, I like the I like the smell of that area at Christmas. Uh, ah, <laughs> well, okay. So the smell of Craftsman's mm-hmm. Valley. How yep. would you describe that smell then? Just just warm and mountainy. I don't know. <laughs> yep. I, no, I I get I totally get that. There, that like crisp mountain yes. air is probably yes. is, yeah. People probably think we're crazy. Like, what is wrong with these people well, in Dollywood? They're, they're <laughs> just going to have to go. When, when they go and walk around and they go, what's that crisp mountain air True. in this area? They were right. They were <laughs> yes. right. Would you rather that it be Christmas Eve or Christmas Day for an entire week? Oh, now this is interesting. See, the weird thing is my... As I've gotten older and the way my family usually does things, the two almost always seem to get kind of like intermingled where we might open some presents on Christmas Eve with some family and more on Christmas Day with others. Of course, Christmas Day is amazing and everything because it's always fun to just sit around and open presents and talk with my family. But I think I would say Christmas Eve, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, because that means we get to bake five days of cookies and watch five mo- or watch five movies, actually seven. So I think I'm going to go Christmas Eve to just stretch out the number of cookies and movies we can watch before Christmas is over. I told you Dollywood plays a big part in our lives, especially around the holidays. Both Disney and Dollywood are pretty amazing at the, at the holidays. I love Dollywood at Christmas. It's my favorite time to go. I love the shows and I love the lights. I always said if you can't stand still too long at Dollywood during Christmas or they will staple lights on you because there's just lights on everything. <laughs> And so I just, I, I love it so much. And so it's just, it's amazing. I mean, you can't, it, you know, they used to do at, at Hollywood studios, they used to have something called the Osborne Christmas lights where mm-hmm. there were, you know, just a million lights and they, and, and so that was amazing. But Dollywood just gives you, I mean, I think too, because it's, you know, it's in the Smokies and it's cold and, you know, sometimes we've been lucky enough to be up there when it's snowing and, and, be able to walk around the park and see the lights and it just, it feels more like Christmas to me than, um, than any of the Disney parks do at Christmas time. So I love going to Dollywood and in Tennessee is home for, for me. I, I was born and raised here. And so even the few years when we lived in Virginia, uh, you know, Amy Grant's, you know, tender Tennessee Christmas was just my lifeline during the holidays because I just, I, you know, I, I love Tennessee at Christmas. So um, Dollywood just makes it extra special. And confession, you mentioned Amy Grant and Tender Tennessee Christmas. I had never heard her version of that song until I think like eight years ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, see. And it's beautiful. I prefer. I much prefer her version over anybody else's at this point. <laughs> well, that's what she and her husband at the time wrote it, and um, and it just like I said, it was just my favorite because I miss being in Tennessee so much and so it kind of became just my favorite Christmas song and so when they sing it in um I always say Smoky Mountain Christmas and the Christmas in the Smokies Christmas in the Smokies it's that's one of my favorite parts of Christmas in the Smokies is when they sing that song so so Christmas at Dollywood they've got all the different areas what's your favorite area inside Dollywood at Christmas (laughs) there's like two specific random areas I like the area where there's polar bears and I guess that's around the grist mill kind of that area and then I like back in the kids section where the big tree is that lights up 
I don't know what it's called. Um, but like right before you go around the corner toward the mystery mine, all of that is there. We sat and watched the light show on the tree this year. We didn't do it last year, but it was really cool. It's crazy what they can do with all the lights. I'm glad you didn't ask me that that question because I have no idea what I would say because I like it all down there. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, it's just so it's so hard. And this year, I'm just decorating like a madman here at the house. Yeah. So I've got I've got trees everywhere in the house this time. Would you rather it be Christmas Eve or Christmas Day for? a week oh wow honestly i like the feeling and the excitement of christmas eve just the anticipation and feeling ready and excited for something to happen and kind of not being able to sleep but knowing that you have to i kind of like that feeling and you open one gift on christmas eve so in that sense over the course of seven days Mm -hmm. you would open seven gifts (laughs) Right. And the cookies are on Christmas Eve, so ah, seven days of cookies is yeah, good, oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. You you picked a good day there. You picked <laughs> Thanks. a good day. Annie, well, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you, too. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Annie. And uh, if you have any leftover cookies, you know that I'm here and that I will eat them, so... I'll send them your way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'll send you a, a, a pumpkin pie. I think that's a fair trade. Perfect. Good that's deal. a fair trade. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, I just want to say happy holidays to everyone and hope I hope it's a good one and I hope we can have a more normal one next year. I'm just glad we can spread a little holiday cheer during this time, you know? Absolutely. So thank you and you and your family have a wonderful and a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, New Year, all of that that's coming forward. Thank you so much, you too, and to, to everybody else out there listening, and just enjoy this time. Thank you so much for joining us today on the special episode of the Snapshots Made Yesterday podcast, the holiday edition. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of you. And I hope you'll join me next week For another episode, it's actually going to be a bonus episode because Christmas Eve is a very big anniversary for my grandparents, and they have joined me to tell a little bit about their tale, so stay tuned for that. And until next time, remember, those snapshots made yesterday are the memories for tomorrow. Thanks for listening. We wish you Christmas and a happy new year. Be sure to connect with me on Twitter at Snapshots Made, on Instagram and Facebook at Snapshots Made Yesterday.